Hello everyone and welcome to my podcast. My name is Alisha and for those of you who do not know me, I am all the way from South Africa. Happy Halloween everyone. Um, if you caught my first podcast of possession, demonic possessions, this is part two. I did say I would put it out today because I mean in the spirit of Halloween here we are um, sit back relax this is demonic positions or you know as we listen to number one position is not really the right term because we don't own them and they don't own us but anyway um, part two so I am going to read the letter or the notes of what is his name Raymond Bishop um, father Raymond Bishop okay so this boy Roland um, he was born in 1935 and I am not going to say his real name because I feel like you will get confused between me hopping between his actual name and his um, you know stage name and I would much rather keep you guys focused on the, the evidence the facts so in January 15th, 1949, Roland and his grandmother heard dropping noises in his grandmother's bedroom in Cottage City, Maryland. Okay. So, for a short time, the noises continued. And then the picture of Christ on the wall shook like it, yeah, like something touched it or bumped into it. And then when Roland's parents returned home, they all could hear a scratching sound um, that came from under the floorboards near the grandmother's bed. But then from that night onwards, the scratching sound was heard and it started around seven o'clock and then it would continue until midnight. So the whole family thought that it was some sort of animal that caused the scratching sound like a rodent and an exterminator was contacted and um, they came and placed chemicals under the floorboards but the sound continued and um, came, became even more distinct like uh, some like a group of people stomping on the floor 
then um, for about 10 days the scratching continued every night at 7 ending at midnight so everyone except for Roland believed that the animal that caused the scratching sound had finally died but Roland believed he could still hear the sound but none of the other family members heard any noise for three days so then one day after the three days um, the sound started up again but it was downstairs instead of upstairs in the grandma's bedroom it was downstairs in Roland's bedroom and it sounded like squeaking shoes and the sound was all along the bed and they heard it at night only when he was trying to sleep so the squeaking sound of shoes um, continued for about six nights but then after the sixth night the scratching sound started up again so it seems like the mother and grandmother were sleeping with Roland in the same bed at that stage or they were lying on the bed with Roland um, but that night when the scratching started again um, they heard something that was moving towards them that sounded like marching sounds like people marching um, so distinctively like marching to the beat of the drum or a drum then the sound would move up the length of the mattress and then back downwards again and then up again and down again so the mother then bravely asked if it's the dead aunt she's like is this you aunt mm, whatever her name is and then the mother um, continued asking questions where she had no actual verbal reply I mean that she could hear and uh, maybe if they had like a EF meter or whatever the ghost hunters nowadays use she, they might have gotten some vocal sounds anyway um, she asked another question if you are my sister knock three times and so um, they were spooked when three distinct knocks were knocks were heard on the floor and then the mother asked again if you are my sister tell me by knocking four times and so four knocks were heard by them 
and then they heard or saw claw scratchings like claw marks on the mattress oh no they could just hear it sounded like claws scratching on the mattress so the grandmother and the mother were not really phased you know they paid no attention to the mattress sounds of scratching sounds on the mattress but then the entire mattress started shaking and it seemed like a very violent action um, but to make matters worse at one stage the bed spread yeah like so the bed sheet of the mattress was pulled up from the mattress and the edges were standing up like you used starch like potato starch or cornstarch to keep it stiff um to keep it from from having any like wrinkles so <laughs> it was standing up and then whenever someone would touch it it would fall back to its normal position and then the scratching sounds on the mattress continued yes so it continued for it seemed like a couple of nights now on saturday on a saturday february 26th okay so that started initially it was january 15th now it's february 26th okay so in february 1949 they found scratch scratches on roland's body um and that occurred for four continuous nights where they would find new scratches and then after the fourth night there were actual words written on his skin like into his skin carved into his skin like it's they all say it seemed like claws carved words into his skin but um yeah they don't elaborate on that so roland's mother was native to saint louis the saint louis area and she thought that by leaving her home and taking roland with her or like leaving their house now and taking him with her to saint louis they would somehow be unscathed by the strange occurrences but <laughs> um it there was some evidence that whatever was used or whatever force um was haunting or traumatizing roland and carving words on his body was um 
going to hitch a ride with them because uh, one evening they wrote Louis on the boy's ribs in deep red yes so they were excited for this trip and then um, there were some questions written as well on the boy's hip like Saturday so <laughs> yeah by that time I mean clearly it's time to run why are you not running okay so they said that they were going to stay within St. Louis um, the, I mean they printed on the um, boy's chest that they were going to stay in St. Louis for three and a half weeks so this thing that was tormenting this poor boy was listening to their conversations and um, I said that the printing of words happened without any movement of the boy's hands she was constantly like the mother was constantly watching him and when it happened when the marks would appear it looked like Roland was in extreme pain he would um, fold over so double over up and um, he would make a strange sound so they definitely believed that the marks could not have been done by the, the boy himself because um, at one stage they wrote on or the thing wrote on his back um, that um, when they were kind of thinking about sending Roland to school during his visit in St. Louis, the entity wrote no on his wrists um, and also a large N on both his legs. So then, yeah, it gets crazy. So the mother was really scared of not listening to whatever was um, threatening Roland's life because I mean every time they make a decision or potentially altering whatever this entity wants to do with Roland um, Roland would get hurt so they say that some other manifestations also occurred um, once an orange and a pear were, were like thrown 
like flew across a room where Roland was standing. Um, the Roland was having breakfast, and the kitchen table was. Kind of disrupted, so uh, Roland's milk and food. So I'm assuming milk and cereal, or like food with this glass of milk. It was thrown off the table um, and the stove, and the breadboard was the cutting board was also thrown on the floor, um, and then. Uh, a coat that was on a hanger flew across the room and a comb violently like aggressively flew through the air um, and the air from the comb extinguished the like candles that they burned to bless the boy, prayer candles or something. Um, a Bible was thrown across the room, and no, it's it's pretty crazy. Oh no, not a Bible was thrown at the feet of Roland, but he wasn't injured. And um, a rocker in a friend's house in Boonesboro, Maryland, um, spun around like there was no effort. Um, I don't know if he... Oh, he was sitting. He, Roland was sitting in the rocker, in the rocking chair, and it started spinning, and it looked like he wasn't doing it. Um, Roland's school desk moved moved away from him like kind of like a, how you play Ouija on a Ouija board like the movements um, and then yeah Roland just started skipping school because he could not control what was happening to him. So, the poor guy. Now, overall, they say there has been a count of about 14 different witnesses to, you know, testify the what they saw. So, two were Lutheran ministers. Um, and one of the ministers had invited the boy to his house and even slept in the same bed as him. Uh, that's, that's kind of dodge, I'm sorry. That's like really dodgy. Um. And that was um, during the night, you know, during a night when the claw sounds um, were heard in um, Roland's house and then 
the minister he prayed but the sound and the actions were stronger like became stronger and stronger stronger so Roland was actually tied to a chair but the chair then flipped over tipped over uh, and a psychiatrist was called in uh, but he like he said that he does not believe in the paranormal and um, that he like his report said that Roland was quite normal but Roland was irritated um, thanks to all the questions of the psychiatrist and the, like how he was kind of trying to figure him out and um, I don't know if anything happened there but it seemed like the demonic entity as we would call it um, was more oh, he, like was showing himself more his power more when a religious person would come and try and get Roland to um, be rid of whatever was plaguing him so they contacted a physician and um, he gave Roland a complete checkup and found nothing strange about Roland um, except that he was quite nervous no very nervous actually and then they contacted a spiritualist um, to use a formula for like eradicating spirits from people but of course I mean like not of course but he had no success um, so you remember oh I mean like if you did not listen part listen to part one part two here we are um, the aunt who died that Roland was very obsessed with she was into spiritualism so that's why they thought of contacting a spiritualist to uh, to come try and get rid of the entity so another like a father father used from a, who was a catholic P, um, priest sorry um, of St. James Parish was asked to come give his advice and he was the one that suggested candles of blessing or blessed candles um, holy water and um, definite prayers he he did not meet Roland in person he was just um, contacted but Roland's mother took a bottle of holy water to her house and she sprinkled it in all the rooms but then when she put the bottle on the shelf the bottle was tossed across the room but it didn't break 
it was just flan and when she lighted a candle right next to Roland at night the whole bed um, would shake and, and the mother and Roland would move back and forth with the swaying of the shaking mattress so when they prayed the entity would get aggravated and um, I mean he acted out so then father use was seeking permission for an exorcism about the same time as Roland was going to St. Louis and that stopped him from proceeding with his plan so <laughs> yes is this fun yet um in St. Louis <laughs> two of the aunts and four of the uncles and four of the cousins were witness uh, like witnesses to what everyone else were witnessing so they saw the the words on him like no school um, they saw the swaying of the mattress they saw the over like the furniture being overturned and moved um, they saw the scratching on the mattress and then on March 9th 1949 the mattress was moving violently and this scratches on the boy like on Roland's body was seen happening by his mother and aunt and uncle and a cousin that was um, in college or at least at the age of going to college and one of the friends of the family and of course by father bishop so they <laughs> took him to Alexian Brothers Hospital in St. Louis where um, they did some of the exorcisms on Roland's cousins actually like on one of Roland's cousins and oh wow so this runs in the family anyway um they asked if father bishop can give any assistance to the case and then father bishop consulted father kenny and father reynard um the president of the university and they decided it um it's maybe time that Roland's, Roland says some, some prayers and um, that they will give him a blessing, like a priestly blessing, and like that will solve whatever's going on. 
So Father Bishop then agreed to go to the house. I'm sure it was the the uncle's house or the aunt's house, like the family members in St. Louis. So um, he blessed the house and he slept in the same room as Roland. And then a relic of St. Margaret Mary was pinned to Roland's bed. Now, after after the blessing of the house and in spite of the relic of Saint Margaret Mary the swaying the moving of the mattress was still happening and the scratching on the mattress still appeared so all the relatives that were at the house said that on Wednesday night on that Wednesday night it was the most like the calmest the most peaceful night that they have had since Roland arrived in St. Louis okay so Tuesday March 8th 1949 they're at the home this is like a step by step of what was happening in St. Louis okay so they were at the home of Roland's Catholic aunt two cousins and non-Catholic uncle the mattress was shaking the stool was overturned several feet away from the bed and the cousin um spent a night with Roland like spent a night in the room and then the mattress was moving and um yeah like the bed was just shaking and it didn't matter if the cousins all were next to Roland nothing helped and then other family members also saw the mattress shaking and heard the scratching sounds so then wednesday march 9th father bishop came to bless the house and used the special blessing in roland's room and especially on his bed and then the relic um, was pinned to Roland's pillow and then when Roland was lying down before bed the mattress began to move but only back and forth Um, and then Roland was just lying still and the movement of the bed was not drastic it was very calm but it was definitely seen that it was not Roland but then the movement of the mattress like the the swaying of the mattress stopped after 15 minutes so that's when father bishop sprinkled some holy water sorry saint Ignatius holy water on the bed 
and he sprinkled it in the shape of a cross. And then the movement, the swing of the mattress stopped abruptly, like suddenly. But then it began again when Father Bishop stepped out of the room. Like, that was just it mocking him. So, during the 15 minutes that, hmm, I think during the 15 minutes after, like I potentially after the mattress sh started shaking again and Father Roland was out, oh sorry, for Father Bishop um, was out of the room, um, Roland was struck by an intense pain on his stomach and he was um, screaming so his mother pulled pulled back the bed covers and lifted his pajama top to show that there were zigzag crosses or like um zigzag zigzag scratches on um oh and bold like in thick red lines on on his abdomen so it was the 15 minutes where the where roland was like not out of view but i think father bishop was just out of the room but then that like six people observed it and then it oh it happened when the mattress shaking like the mattress stopped shaking oh no 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 then the mattress stopped shaking and it was calm for the rest of the night but <laughs> that was after 11 15 p.m so on the 10th of March it's a Thursday so the same house as Tuesday and Wednesday same people <gasps> um, except for father bishop sorry I owned um, the shaking of the mattress and scratching um, occurred still and it happened to the rhythm of a marching soldier and the relic on Roland's pillow was thrown to the floor and the safety pin that was holding the relic there was opened but no human hand had touched it um, but when the relic was thrown down Roland got quite a fright um, and actually jumped up okay so that was Thursday March 10th Friday March 11th so same as the above mentioned same observers as Tuesday but now more of the fathers I think all of them um, that were mentioned before so fathers plural and um, and the bishop 
Father Bishop. So Father Downdern had concluded that concluded the I don't know, it's bleeped out. So um I think it's like the exorcism service in like a specific building at 9 p.m. It was arranged that the relatives of Roland would take two of the priests to the house of Roland and oh goodness there are um lots of people coming but anyway so father bowden bowden the pastor father bishop etc etc um they thought it was proper to take my goodness what's going on with me um sorry it's not boring it's quite interesting anyway um they thought it was a good idea to take the a first class relic of xavier um along with them for a novena blessing whatever that means and he i don't know who he is but anyway he carried a crucifix that um, contained the first class relics of several of the North American martyrs and of St. Peter Canisius. Oh my goodness gracious. Whatever. Anyway. So at 11 p.m. Roland went to sleep or went to bed but then he called downstairs because he had been f- frightened by a, a strong like force that had thrown objects or some of the objects against the bedroom mirror and then um the safety pin opened and the relic of saint margaret mary was also thrown against the mirror and it sounded like a pallet striking glass i don't know what that sounds like but okay and then oh my goodness a cross mark was scratched on Roland's left outer forearm they said that the pain was similar to being scratched by a thorn and then the cross remained quite evident for around 45 minutes okay so they the fathers tried to put the crucifix the reliquary 
under like pin it under Roland's pillow and then for, with some miracle there was no shaking of the mattress at that time uh, but then <laughs> when 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 he was resting the Roland was resting and the the observers that were in his room went downstairs to look at the history of the case they heard a loud crash <laughs> in Roland's room of course and when they went up Roland was sleeping but A bottle of the holy water was thrown from a table two feet from like two feet what is a, what is a foot I don't know like not very far but anyway it's like two feet from Roland's room two feet near to near I'm not in the mood to convert anyway near to Roland's room um, a stool moved backwards in its position and um, then was overturned. And Roland's mother and Roland were in the bed when the crucifix moved from under Roland's pillow to the foot of the bed. Now guys, now guys, I can just imagine all of this. Unfortunately, I was blessed with a picture brain and my God knows, I do not want to imagine this, but why the hell are they still in, like around people? <laughs> what would you do? Like, what can you do? what should you do in this situation like okay i know last night i was joking not joking but it was just the way that like that one document was stating it it sounded really funny but this this is making me anxious reading it like i'm slightly freaked out on halloween i just don't like the idea of demons from all my horror movies things like paranormal activity freaks me out way more than the nightmare of elm street could ever like could ever no 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 oh, anyway the relic of saint mary was lost somewhere in the room and then violent scratching sounds and shaking started up in rhythm to the sound of marching people. But um, there were five people at the house who then decided. Whew, sorry, sleepy. Um, then decided to ask the spirit questions yeah that's always a great idea like just interact with it that's great what are you thinking like do not open that door 
do not ask it questions, do not interact with it, run away. You do not want to tempt it to come and interact more. So they are some questions about an amount of money which the aunt hid from the family before she died. Um, they um, tried to get answers about where the money was located to see if it's really the aunt and um, they said it was in the attic like I think they knew it was in the attic of of Roland's house um, in a metal box but only Roland and his father who lived there knew where it was or maybe the aunt and his father I am I'm confused because they like just did not add a lot of words here it's just like well fill in the blanks anyway so when I think the aunt's name was suggested or Roland's name was suggested the bed started shaking violently so ah uh, yeah so by asking more questions uh, they found like it was revealed that the money was for someone who was the daughter of someone and whatever uh-huh oh okay so whenever um the bed started shaking they would call the aunt's name and say stop and then the bed stopped as if like it was listening so um on the night that the aunt died she told everyone to go to bed at around 10 p.m and then she died between two o'clock in the morning and 2 30 in the morning so half past two and the following morning so um they were discussing this clearly and then the bed started shaking but then by <laughs> my goodness maybe i should go sleep anyway um then by a specific time period in the morning i don't know how many ams um the noises ceased so that's great guys i'm not even halfway through i might have to do a part three because this just keeps going keeps going well anyway saturday march 12th so father bowdern and the bishop arrives um, around 11 45 pm and then Oh, um, the bookcase in Roland's room was moved and 
they could hear um, scraping noises in Ronan's room, so they quickly went upstairs. And then the, oh goodness, um, the bookcase actually swung around and <laughs> swung around to the side of Roland's bed. So then Father Bishop placed the bookcase, I think, back to where they did move it. And then Father Bowden blessed Roland with a relic of Saint Francis Xavier and holy water and they were praying over with like rosaries out loud and they did it silently from 12 to 3 and then Roland had a very relaxing or normal sleep that night with no um, evil manifestation so anyway Sunday, March 13th, no one came to the house except for the family and the mattress was shaking and there were the scratching sounds from under the floorboards and it did not continue for more than one and a half hours. Monday, March 14th, the priests did not come um, and a stool was thrown over Roland's bed and landed with a big crash, loud crash, um, but no one was injured or nothing was broken. The mattress shook, um, just like previous occasions, and that continued for like around two hours. So Tuesday, March 15th, mattress shook, the relic of St. Mar uh, Margaret Mary was thrown from the pillow and the mattress moved like the mattress moved for two hours. Wednesday, March 16th, they were granted permission by the most revered Archbishop Joseph E. Ritter um, that Father William S. Bowden and SJ Pastor of the College Saint Church in St. Louis um, can read the prayers of exorcism, exorcism according to the Roman ritual. So Father Bowden, Bishop and Mr. Halloran and SJ arrived at the house between 10.15 and 10.30 p.m. And then shortly after 10.30, Roland was sent to bed and um, Father Bowden helped to examine his consciousness. Oh, conscious? Conscience? Okay, conscience, sorry. He's conscious, but conscience. Um, to make, to start the exorcism. Anyway, so... Father Bishop, Mr. Halloran, um, Roland's mother, and uncle and aunt um, were then called into the room to prepare for the exorcism. And all of them knelt down next to 
Roland's bed uh, and acts of faith, hope, love and contrition contrition were said, recited together. Even Roland said some prayers. So then Father Bowden started with the prayers of exorcism. Roland was awake and they kept and uh, <laughs> say so sorry. I'm so sorry. There's nothing I can do. Wake up, wake up. At least I will sleep tonight. Anyway, there was a light on in the bedroom that they kept burning. So Roland kept his hands above the covers, like outside of the bed covers. But then when Father Bowden said, Pray sit. Um, things immediately started happening. So, um, three large parallel bars were scratched on Roland's stomach, and then um, they scratched on Roland's legs, thighs, stomach. Um, back, chest, face, and throat. And then, a red, the, like all the scratches, are caused red marks on his body, and it looked like lacerations and only a little bit of blood was flowing out of it and then a scratch appeared on his left leg and he said that the scratches felt like thorn scratches and the others were like burns and the burn marks were the more painful marks. Oh. So, on Roland's right leg, they imprinted the word hell on his chest. Oh, so on his right leg, there was a devil, a picture of a devil, and on his chest was the word hell and when Roland looked at his chest he could actually read the letters and then whenever and the bishop said precipio the words hell and the devil mark would like reappear and they asked the spirit to identify himself and then the devil was portrayed in red that's very confusing um, 
Oh yeah, but anyway, so as the prayer was continuing, words like go appeared on his body. Oh my goodness. Ouch. Like close to his um sensitive area. Goodness gracious. So there was a question about how many demons and then one line was scratched on Roland's right leg. But then there were four brand marks in the form of an X. It's very confusing. I don't know how exorcisms work. But anyway, there's like a form of an X and they say the devil would depart around 10 o'clock and then that like the long scratches seem to have no special meaning and the they found m marks that were made more than 25 times like throughout the evening um, or 25 different marks but every time Roland would like curl up in pain <sighs> so then the next phase of the exorcism it looked like Roland was peaceful like he was sleeping and the prayers continued but <laughs> he, Roland began fighting and he hit, he struck the board to the back of his bed with strong blows using his fists and um, then he started punching um, the pillow with more like normal force and as he was swinging his arms violently he spoke about like a conflict that is appearing within him or um, around him with all the manifestations since the beginning of January and they said that the family has not have not seen um, any of those violent reactions like that night so they believed that the exorcism stirred up the, the devil so holy water was sprinkled on Roland and then he like woke up from his slumber and Roland asked what what he was doing and what he saw so the he then replied that he was fighting a big red devil 
like the devil felt slimy and he was very powerful oh and then the devil was trying to stop him from getting through the iron gates at the top of a pit that was about 200 feet deep i don't know guys i don't know feet i'm I honestly like feet to meters let's see so 200 feet at 60 meters so this pit was about 60 meters deep okay so wah, 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 wah. okay and the pit was very hot so roland in his slumber or apparent slumber was fighting the devil and he felt strong enough to overpower the enemy but he said that there were smaller devils as well so <laughs> goodness gracious guys i'm sorry there will be a part three surprise this story can't go on any longer this has been an hour an hour and one minute this is the longest podcast i think i've ever done in my life no wonder i'm yawning my good god anyway um okay so i will do part three yeah maybe this weekend i'm sorry else either do it tomorrow if i'm lucky on all saints day here in poland or i'll do it this weekend but please stick around wait for that um notification that the episode has dropped and if you guys can please subscribe to my channel i'm so sorry this one was so long it surprised me like there's just so much information to get through um the descriptions are hectic and it's repetitive and it gets worse and it's we've only scratched the surface clearly i honestly did not think that it would go on for such a long time period yes but guys thank you so much for tuning in i (laughs) am sorry that it's um such a long episode but if you are listening to it thank you (laughs) and thank you for being one of my listeners have a wonderful evening enjoy the rest of your halloween and please be safe out there okay bye guys don't do anything stupid